Not the reading, the, the PowerPoint, if you may. There we go. What to wear? I'm sure some of you just threw on what was on the floor this morning. And uh, no, I'm not looking at anybody. Speak for yourself. Well, yes. <laughs> as, I said, um, as I said earlier, and, uh, it's a nativity service next Sunday morning. And uh, children are already working really hard. And, and we've built it because we're a very liturgical church. Christmas Jumper Sunday. Now, I know you're all a bit reluctant, so I thought I'd give you uh, some pointers about maybe, you know, just encouragements along the way. Um, but I thought maybe we don't want to go too extreme. We don't want to be fanatical here in the sense of, like, being overly weird. Is that all right? And I found, uh, with the glories of the Internet, some jumpers that I think have just gone across the line. <laughs> so... Uh, here we go. So, uh, I kind of thought that was an interesting one. We could like, have some people are going to say, "I really like this," it's, but mm, maybe not. Um, and I think that's just a little over the top. I mean, I like Pete's drums with the lights this morning. I see this is like a big challenge for for some people. What about uh, what about that? I mean, uh, oh my goodness. Or. Um, how about this one? Gangman style. Ed Balls. Anyway, um, there's this one. Uh, I don't know what you think of that one. Uh, <laughs> but let me distract you with, uh, with another one. There we go. That's kind of really creative. It's like got like this extra outboard of like, I think it's got a train on it that goes round with lights. I mean... That's astonishing. Now, I know uh, there's a lot of gentlemen here who love to be very smart, but I think, again, this is just a little bit too much. <laughs> there's a company called Oppo Suits. It's called Worn to be Wild. Now, if John Appleton were here, he'd be uh, writing down that company. Maybe there's a little bit too much in the question of what to wear. But many of us uh, find ourselves caught up with the question of clothing, Maybe it's not what to wear next Sunday. Again, no pressure, but be creative. Um, maybe you're trying to work out what to buy your loved one for Christmas. I mean, what size are they now? What size will they be in January? <laughs> Perhaps you're thinking not more socks or ties or shirts. Where can I put them? Uh, again, there's office parties and uh, events of the season. Do you wear the same outfit as before? Got to get something new. All that kind of pressure. But just, just for a minute, or a few, I want us to think of this morning in the question of what to wear about a very different kind of clothing. The kind of the Son of God. The kind that Jesus wore when he chose to become a human being. The word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. I'm going to read, but the, and you'll, you'll hear this passage as it comes through, but I, I'm going to read, and maybe we could read this all together. The, the little word Jesus isn't in the text, so, but when I get to Jesus, that's your prompt when we start with verse 6. We'll read that little bit together. Is that okay? 
in your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Jesus, who being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. See, what, we, what we're drawing close to in Christmas and Christmas Day, amongst all the traditions and celebrations and busyness, and ah, oh, we've done it, is the wonder and the marvel of, of, the, of the incarnation, that Jesus made a very unusual fashion statement in, in the world's catwalk. That Jesus was in the form or the nature of God. And as we read the gospel stories, as we're doing in Mark in our series at the, mo- at the moment, that array, that spectacle, that to behold by all people is so beautiful and breathtaking that it is hard to describe them. We create carols and we create songs of worship in order just to begin to do that, to describe the wonder of the incarnation. God with us. The Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. You see, at Christmas, something remarkable happened. That up until that point, no one had seen God. But the Bible tells us, that, uh, tells us up to that point, he lived in an inapproachable light, 1 Timothy 6.16, and speaks of God as almighty and with magnificent in terms of beauty, often with just glimpses from the prophetic, the beauty of sapphires, the majesty of rainbows, of fire, and sparkling brilliance. They, they give us a, a picture of... of the glorious sense of God. And Christmas says in incarnation, Jesus laid all that aside in order to don the flesh as a human being, a baby, a baby born in the dead of night in a cold, dark cave probably reserved for animals. You see, a newborn has no wardrobe The incarnation brings Jesus into the world clothed only in a bit of blood that is present at any birth. The king of the universe set aside majesty and beauty and power to come into the world completely naked. And he had to be dressed by others. You see, in that decision of the Father and the Son in the Spirit, Jesus chose to empty himself. Jesus chose to clothe himself with humility, with vulnerability. And this is to be the pattern and the fabric of of our wardrobe as well. I mean, Christmas 
isn't just something that we get out once a year and then pack away and forget about until next September, October, November, whenever we're reminded. Ah, wardrobe too. We're told in Philippians 2.5, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset. 1 Peter 5, all of you clothe yourself with humility towards each other. Wow. Clothing can say a lot about somebody. You've already made an assessment of my fashion sense this morning. Maybe you haven't. You're very kind. But what we wear communicates a great deal. It speaks a lot. Have you heard that phrase, wear your heart on your sleeve? What's it trying to push towards? What's it trying to encourage? It's trying to say, don't, don't kind of pretend by some outward kind of show or to, to, to sort of mask what's inside. Allow what is in to be worn outwardly, to be seen, to be noticed, because it speaks a lot. This motif of our wardrobe, what we wear, is something that, that gets caught up a lot. Paul, writing to the church in Colossians in chapter 3, says, put on because you've put off certain things. Put on love and kindness and goodness, gentleness and self-control. Put off the things that are not of God. You know, if I, if I uh, had been uh, kind of really prepared and I'd, I'd got one of our nurses in the congregation to come dressed in their uniform, you'd know straight away, wouldn't you, what they do. It's seen. You'd know their responsibility. You'd know if you approached them generally what you could expect. If I brought one of, uh, if Liam was here and I got him to wear his fireman's uniform again, outwardly, what is shown would very clearly represent the purpose of what they do. What do we wear? Jesus, who being in very nature a God, didn't consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing. By taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself to become obedient to death, even death on a cross. You see, we, even this morning, even this Christmas time, are urged and reminded to make a choice. What are we wearing this Christmas? As we gather around the crib, as we gather in next Sunday morning in our Christmas spectacular, around the story of the spectacular made flesh, he humbled himself. It's most, of, you think most of us struggle to clothe ourselves with humility. We find it awkward to be vulnerable. Maybe because we're embarrassed. See, the humility of Jesus isn't, isn't our cultural or normal natural wear. But maybe this Christmas, let humility be worn clearly. How? Well, I've yet to, um, to dive into the supermarket checkout queues. Uh, I've had my feet run over by those trolleys of kind of thing, which is the shortest queue? 
And if someone pushes into me, goodness, pushes into me, knocks into me, you know, kind of, maybe humility, maybe patience, maybe with the family members that are coming and those people, and you think, oh gosh, how will I get through it? Clothe yourself to be different this year. You see, Jesus, when he was on earth, demonstrates great humility, not only in his coming as one of us, the word made flesh, but right at the end of, uh, of his, his time with his disciples, before as he declared and said, I, I must go to the cross as my greatest act of humility to be vulnerable and die, a death that, that all should behold, as he was stripped naked again, as he came into the world, as he went out of it. With his disciples in the room, he, he took off his outer garments and picked up a towel and washed the disciples' feet. And ever since, that towel has become a sign of Christian discipleship, of humility, of showing the content and the quality of love, just as Jesus said, if you, if you understand these things, you will do Likewise. You see, this choice to clothe ourselves that we see in Jesus carries with it a profound consequence, along with the incredible potential for God to work in and through us. That Jesus, in his coming, in, in how he chose to humble himself, shows us the incredible power of what that means. We're praying for a change in the world, but God has shown us one of the keys to change and transformation and spiritual power is let us have this same mindset, this same attitude to be in us. Wow. God gives us the right to choose, but reserves for himself the power to enable. We cannot be clothed with humility apart from grace. That's why it's important to remember the meaning of Jesus' incarnation, what it accomplished for us. Those who trust in him have been adorned with a wonderful wardrobe, the choice to put it on. Hear what Isaiah uh, says. I delight greatly in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness. As a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. The word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. He humbled himself. And in that humility, in that coming, he became the instrument of our salvation. And in his humility and his salvation, we become clothed in his righteousness, standing before God, not based on our own vast intelligence or perception, but entirely on his sovereign grace. Wrap ourselves in humility. Ask ourselves every Christmas, maybe as you open the Advent calendar with your children, or maybe you've just got the chocolate calendar for yourself. Open the door and say, I choose humility today. I'll put it on. See, Jesus saves us and he served us as an example of how we might serve one another in the same humility. 
Not only are we to serve one another, but we're to serve the lost because Jesus saved us and said, pass this message of salvation on. One writer said this, and so Jesus came to bring humanity back to earth to make us partakers of it and to save us by it. In heaven, he humbled himself to become a man. The humility we see in him possessed him in heaven. He brought it from there. Jesus took the place and fulfilled the destiny of man as a creature by his life of perfect humility. His humility is our salvation. His salvation is for our humility. In all the season of the choices, what do we wear? Gaze upon Jesus who in all his splendor in the heavenlies didn't use it for his own glory, rather made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. He humbled himself. And in so doing, God rescues us. As we worship and as we give gifts, choose what to wear. Choose to put off consumerism. Choose to put off haste. Choose to put off my presence better than yours. Choose to put on the attitude and the heart in the same mind as that of Christ. Should we pray together?